The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome back. It's great to have you this evening. I've got an exciting show for you tonight, and we're going to talk about some topics that... Uh, some of you may be encountering and some of you may know people that are encountering or just uh, are beginning to wake up to. But before we get into that, I do want to mention that I'd love for you to go back and definitely listen to some of the past week's shows. If you've missed them, we've had a great round of guests. Ariel Ford is talking about wabi-sabi love and romance and relationships and how to find the beauty in the cracks in your relationship. Mike Dooley was on February 2nd. And we spoke about leveraging the universe, a very powerful show, uh, talking about the different principles of the universe and how to get past some of the obstacles that show up in your life. And last week, an amazing conversation with Gary Zukoff with his latest book that he has released on spiritual partnership. It is a must that you have to read, uh, especially if you are going through the time right now where you're ready to take responsibility for your life and totally understand the purpose that we're here and how we are responsible for our own spiritual growth and evolution. And that brings us to the topic tonight. I'm really excited to speak with Jonas Elrod. He is the creator of Wake Up! The Film. And this is an interesting film in the sense that it takes a lot of courage to come out and speak about the things that he's speaking about, but I don't think that people realize how many on the planet are going through this right now and how many of us are living our ordinary lives and all of a sudden something extraordinary or supernatural takes place and then all of a sudden our reality is just kind of put off kilter. And what I'd like for you to understand and really glean from tonight's conversation is the ability to take what's going on in your life and understand that that can be a gift for so many other people. Understand that that's a place where you can rise up into your own courage and step out and do something that is going to touch lives in places you have no idea are going to touch. And that is exactly what Jonas Elrod is doing with his movie, Wake Up! The Film. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jonas to 1111 Talk Radio. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Before we get into the meat of what this film is about and what your story is about, I would like to talk a little bit about that because so many people are living their lives or going through their dark nights of the soul or experiencing some of the hardships that, that regular life has, whether it is just trying to pay their bills or just trying to make it through whatever relationship they're in or just, you know, doing the daily grind. And you were kind of in that situation, but then something extraordinary happened. 
what made you realize that you needed to put yourself out there, and what gave you the courage to do so? Well, I I don't know how courageous I am. I mean, what happened was, as you were saying, I was kind of sleepwalking with a nine-to-five kind of life, and what had happened was, um, as people have called, the veil dropped, and I started to see, I guess what other people describe as other dimensions or other realities, and I started to see spirits and entities and uh, wild geometry and to hear voices. And this happened over... Uh, Jonas Elrod has come out with a film entitled Wake Up the Film, and he was very aware that it's going to sound a little bit out there, but that it also happened to be the truth. He woke up one day six years ago to discover that he had gained this ability to see and hear angels, demons, auras, and ghosts. And this was not something that he was really chasing or they really even believed in. He was in his early 30s, living in New York City and working the daily grind, and uh, had gone through a string of unsuccessful relationships. He was kind of treading water. And really, as far as a spiritual life, he really didn't have much of one going on. He hadn't been to church in many years. Um, the, the actual word God uh, kind of annoyed him. This is not something that he went and sought out. This is something that actually was a, a gift that landed on him, or as, as Jonas would say, a gift curse that landed on him. And it occurred when he went to San Francisco to work on a film, and then he just started to see these images. We are all made up of energy. And and that energy is some of the things that we are seeing. And Jonas, so you started uh, you started having these experiences. Go ahead now that we've got you back on the line. Uh, sure. I mean, this all opened up for me uh, where I started to see these different energies or spirits, and you know, I would see geometry, and I started having these uh, visions. And this wasn't. I don't even know how much I would have said I believed in this sort of thing before it happened. And when spirit showed up, the one thing they told me to do was expose what was happening. And uh, that was impetus to document me kind of stumbling and fumbling around to understand what this was, what it meant. And then quickly took us to bigger questions and bigger uh, ideas, which ended up to be the film Wake Up. So when this happened, you know, it was definitely interesting and definitely moments of beauty, but there was also, you know, moments of darkness and really uh, challenging time kind of coming to terms with us. Um, and so, like I said, having these experiences really opened me up to different schools of thought and bigger picture sort of stuff. But the way it opened up for me was seeing this stuff all around us. And so, so before we get into some of that, I want to go into a little bit of that challenging part because so many people whether they are starting to wake up and starting to experience things in different dimensions or whether they're just going through life and are in that kind of unconscious state but feeling the angst of needing to wake up, it's that challenging portion that is kind of the pressure cooker that kind of helps us open up. So talk about that challenging period and what it was like to kind of go through, am I seeing this, am I not seeing this, what's going on with my life, what's going on with my world, you know, how, how were things changing? What were the, the thoughts that were going through your mind as this began to happen? Well, you know, for the most, point, most part, I'm a fairly rational guy, and so when you start seeing these different spirits or dimensions or whatever you want to call it, you know, you have to ask the question, am I going crazy? Is something wrong with me? Am I becoming schizophrenic? Is something firing my brain wrong? And so we took all those steps, you know, and the guys are making the film to... Uh, have a MRI brain scan, have a psychological evaluation, 
so on and so forth. And when all those came back as a clean bill of health, you know, I really was kind of put down a spiritual path and also looking at this uh, through the lens of science to really understand what all this meant and what are the ramifications, what are the responsibilities, what do I do with this, you know, why me? So all the big questions, you know, that some people ask in life uh, all kind of came to me at once. Um, you know, some people kind of romanticize these kind of abilities and they kind of romanticize the spiritual path. I mean, it's the hardest thing I've ever under, you know, tried, got, you know, undertook, but it's also been the most rewarding one. Um, so when you see and wake up, it starts off where I'm kind of having a very challenging time to try to understand what all this means and what do I do with it. And uh, my girlfriend, Mara, who's in the film, you know, she kind of is the role of the skeptic. She wasn't really sure what to think. So all everything kind of came to a head with, you know, relationship, with work, with meaning in life, understanding what's going on, and that's pretty much the film. Well, and, and typically when someone is going through this, the people in their world don't really get it because they're not experiencing it, and they really don't understand what you're talking about or you know, you know, things like that. And, and is that what you experienced, other than Mara's uh, skepticism, is that what you experienced from families and friends, or did you not really discuss this with people? Well, in the guise of documenting this as it happened, I mean, I certainly talked to different people about it. And, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I completely understand where Mara was coming from. And I often think the other way around. If Mara came to me saying, hey, I'm having these visions, or I'm hearing these voices, or I'm seeing these spirits, you know, the thing I may think is, well, we should probably get you checked out because yeah. it's not always a spiritual thing, so to speak. So, you know, I told my parents, I told Mary, I told, you know, the people around me, and some people would kind of walk backwards and say, that's a really cute story and never want to talk about it again, whereas other people would ask, you know, many, many questions to try to understand because of the interest in it. For me, you know, I didn't really have a choice in the matter. You know, I needed to understand and figure out what this was, and there was a lot of beauty and grace that came with it because through these travels of making Wake Up, you know, I got to meet with amazing teachers. I got to understand a lot of bigger concepts that I only really had blind faith around. But I do kind of feel like I was on somewhat of a fast track with having to clean up my act, understanding the things that came through. Um, so, you know, at first it would start off where I would see this stuff or experience it, you know, light and dark. And then there would become a point where I wanted to turn this off. Then it became a point where, why did this happen to me? And then it became a point where, you know, I feel really isolated around this. I mean, you know, who do I really discuss this with? Um, and the one thing we found really interesting is we met so many people along the way of making Wake Up that were having these similar experiences. And now that we've been screening the film and it's really out there, it, we're overwhelmed with how many emails we get with people saying, well, I've had these experiences all my life. I've just been very, very afraid to talk about it on what my family or my community will think. So it's been a really wild ride. What's been really interesting is just how common these experiences are. You know, it's still, I would say, somewhat of a taboo in this country, but many, many people have these different wake-up calls or different um, abilities that they see a little bit more of a bigger picture. Well, and, and the question would be, why why you? Why were you the one uh, in that moment when you didn't realize that the rest of the world has people that also are having some of these same experiences? You know, why do you think you were the one in that moment? Or, or why are certain people the ones uh, that start to experience those things? If you, you have know, that's, to guess. That's a million-dollar question right there. I, I have no idea, but that was certainly one of the big 
answers I was chasing. And when you see the film, I mean, the one thing I felt like we did that was good, and it, it's certainly been hard for me, is that it's very, very raw portrait of what happened. You know, it's not sugar-coated. So there's, like I said, a lot of beauty to it, but also a lot of hard work and a lot of fear that comes out when these things open up because, you know, the parameters of what I thought life was about, or at least my belief system, really kind of went by the wayside. And so I had to learn as I went. Uh, why me? I, I don't know. Maybe there was a part of me that was open to it, judging by whatever thoughts you have. Maybe it was a contract you know you make before you get in the body. But like I said, what was really amazing was just so many how many people that are having these type of experiences. And from my point of view, it, they seem to be accelerating. You know, a lot of people are are feeling something, seeing something, kind of more of a bigger picture. And you know, that's that's very intriguing to me. My guest today is Jonas Elrod, and he is one of the the individuals that is featured and created Wake Up, the film, with his loving but skeptical girlfriend by his side. Jonas crisscrosses the country as he searches for answers and delves deeper into the thrilling world of the phenomenal and spiritual. Along the way, he encounters an amazing group of religious teachers, scientists, mystics, and spiritual healers who help him piece together this intricate puzzle. You can find out more about this film at wakeupthefilm.com. You can go there and order DVDs. You can uh, rent it online, and you can also schedule screenings, and all of that is available on the website, wakeupthefilm.com. In addition, uh, go to Facebook, and you can be part of the discussion that is ongoing there about the film, and that's also Wake Up the Film. We'll be right back with Jonas Elrod. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. If you are not aware of it, 1111 Magazine is now free. 
really gifted to the world, so definitely visit 1111mag.com. Access all of the issues for absolutely free forever. Let yourself have the resources of a lot of these amazing teachers and writers that exist that are spreading gifts of consciousness through their words and their teachings. You can have all of the archives from 2010, 2011, all of the current issues that are coming out in 2012 and everything going forward. So definitely go to 1111mag.com and get your gift of 1111 Magazine. I am speaking today with Jonas Elrod. Wake Up the Film is our topic, and this film shows how all of us can search inward for our own peace and happiness while contributing towards a positive shift in global consciousness. Wake Up is a call to consciousness to everyone who sees it, an invitation to accept that there is more to this life than meets the eye. It's also the opportunity to see someone in their vulnerability, to see someone in their discovery, and in what they allow to unfold in their life, in what they allow themselves to access in terms of the teachers, the tools, the places that they need to get to their next best step. And that's the journey that each one of us are on. We are seeking and we are looking and we are trying to remember something that we already know. And I think a lot of that comes through in this particular film. So, Jonas, we were talking about your experience, and I know in just uh, reading a bit about you, as a child, you looked for meaning. Uh, and, and I think that as children, we, we tend to know that there's a lot more going on regardless of what we're taught or the beliefs that we're given or what we're shown growing up, wherever it is that we are, are growing up. And you later found yourself confronting the exact same issues that you struggled with uh, when you were younger in, in your 30s. Absolutely. And I mean, that, you know, I, I think maybe I had more on the ball as a uh, preteen uh, than it is as an adult. I mean, this was something I definitely chased when I was a kid. And I, I think the idea is, um, you know, there's more of a remembrance when you're a child. And um, for whatever reason, in the town I grew up with the religion that was taught, you know, it just didn't feel completely right. But I've definitely been searching for a long, long time. Uh, what's kind of humorous is I, I kind of gave up that search a couple years before these experiences started, uh, which led to making the film Wake Up. But, um, you know, when I was young, I thought I was going to be a, a preacher. And grasping some of the uh, concepts of fear and separation. Um, so I kind of looked elsewhere. That's very interesting that you had a leaning towards that and then pulled away and then came back in that that direction, but, but a, a different perspective. And you have said it changed your entire perspective on everything. So tell me what changed about the perspective. Well, the, the deeper I got with looking for answers, um, you know, want to know, is this real? And, you know, yes, it is. And how to control it. And once I kind of got that bottom level figured out, you know, the bigger questions arose. And the more I learned through making this film, um, you know, there's certainly a responsibility with it. And so my big takeaway was the idea of oneness, the idea that we're all connected. Now, I've heard certain concepts before, but they didn't really, you know, carry much. I didn't really understand what that meant. But from my point of view is we're all energetic beings and we're all connected. So the idea that what you think and what you do affects the whole. Um, definitely is yeah, shows me responsibility to kind of clean up your act and start to work on yourself. But for me, it's inspiring. The idea that what you do and what you become affects everything, to me, is, like I said, is really the way out of these problems that we have. 
Do you think from early on, from that time when you were seeking before, there was always an intention to discover and it just realized itself later and through I, film? I, I think so. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm of the belief the unconscious is sometimes really running the show, so I think there was an idea or some kind of remembrance of that as a kid. Um, how this manifested years later, you know, is still a trip to me. But, uh, you know, I, I, what's exciting is, like, people are at a place where they're, they're ready to hear these different truths. And for me, I didn't really have a choice. I, I had to hear them for understanding because of some of the crisis I went through on uh, this opening up. But more and more people are talking about this. More and more people are curious. Now, what's interesting to me is most people start asking these giant fundamental questions when all hell's breaking loose, when things are bad. You know, people... You know, it's like the idea everyone believes in God in a foxhole. But more and more people are, are really expressing their interest on a bigger picture or the meaning of life or why they're here or who is God. All these huge concepts that normally only come out when there's pain and suffering involved. So I do feel we are taking an evolutionary steps slowly but surely where these kind of topics aren't really taboo or they're not really put in a box of either religion or being spiritual or being scientific, you know, whatever that really means anyway, that people on an individual basis are making that first step. Maybe that's why people are having these glimpses of seeing a bigger picture. You know, I don't know, but it definitely is encouraging, especially when you look at the times that we're in. And how has Mara shifted through this whole process? What occurred with her? Well, you know, Mara really signed up for more than she probably thought. I mean, she... I see how invaluable she is in my life, I mean, early on, um, where she is the skeptic. You know, she really doesn't know what to think. She just was very devoted and, and with me every step of the way. But I really understand it from her point of view that all this stuff sounds really crazy, really out there. And she really, I, I feel through the process, was helping ground me and really being the skeptic. Because even though I know this stuff exists, I have my own experiences, I still carry a certain skepticism when it comes to some of this stuff. But I think Mara's really holding the base down. She had her moment in the film, which capture where she has a shift in perspective. And I, I don't really want to give it all away, but it has to do with her namesake when we were uh, at a Buddhist monastery where she understood what her name meant. And then for me, I'm a little bit slower than she is. You know, I have my own shift in understanding when I... Um, have a vision quest and really I'm able to quiet my mind and meditate for several days out in the woods. So, you know, I get how symbiotic it is and I get how perfect it is. And I, I well, feel tremendously blessed she was with me. The people that show up in our lives, you know, there, there may be a contract somewhere. There's a contract that says, I'll, I'll be there for you. I'll be that person for you. I, I may not remember why I'm there for you and I may show up not really, uh, uh, knowing what I'm supposed to do or even being the friction going against what you're doing. But it mm -hmm. all is in support of that end intent that was set long, long ago. And I, I certainly subscribe to that. And for me, you know, even that's right or wrong, you know, let's, let's say that it's right. For me, that gives so much more understanding and meaning why these things happen. For me, there aren't any coincidences. There is, I mean, this isn't haphazard. The way I see it, it's orchestrated. So you have these different people in your life that can help support you and help push you there. And just like you were saying, it could also cause friction. So even if I have someone in my life that's undesirable, I understand that that's for a purpose. You know, maybe that's a shadow teacher. But it, I believe in the idea of pronoia that every single thing that happens, every event, every person in your life is really just trying to push you forward. And I think when you have that mindset, you can see it from a different angle as opposed to, oh, woe is me or, wow, I'm such a victim. You 
start to see a bigger picture and how this is all really to help you, not hurt you. And you were pretty open, both of you were, actually, to exploring and meeting different people. And uh, and, and you just said, you know, you both had your, your aha wake-up moments at different times with different things. Talk about how important it was for you or how important it is for any individual to be open to things like vision quests or uh, looking at other types of spirituality or... Um, having tastes of different things that, that are out there in the world so that we can not just expand our mind and our hearts, but expand into that allness that we really all are. Right. Well, we're such a you know, society, and I'm certainly including this with, well, this is who I am. This is, this is me. I'm a Christian. And so sometimes these points of view, especially with myself, they can become very myopic. And so we really met with everyone around the campfire, you know, from a Sufi mystic that really helped me tremendously to learning other concepts about acupuncture and meditation. You know, I learned about chakras, which, you know, this was all foreign to me. I had no idea about this. And really it helped open me up to bigger, broader perspectives because I was raised as a Christian, even though I've had a lot of problems with some of the teachings of that. You know, I definitely am rolling with JC, but... The idea of coming from that old paradigm, which I was very much programmed with and very fearful to kind of look outside of that box, these experiences helped me open up tremendously. So the idea that there's us against them or it's this religion that's right and this is wrong, it's just really silly to me at this point. But I was certainly kind of caught up in all that. So we really tried everything, and I had a great co-director, Chloe Crespi, and my producer, Steve Utensky, that sometimes would push me even further to explore and expand. One of the things we did is we went to Ramtha School of Enlightenment with uh, Jay-Z Knight, who is a channel who channels Ramtha, and she has a, a school where she teaches people how to work with consciousness and energy and do I some just pretty wild things. <laughs> I think she's amazing. I think she gets a bad rap sometimes, but I think she's amazing in what she's bringing to people and what she opens people up to. And so you I, got to experience some of that. Yeah, I think Jay-Z gets a bad rap, too. I mean, I enjoyed my time with her, and not for nothing, the things that she was teaching, it was like consciousness and energy. C&E breathing is what they called it, would help you tap into these different places where what they would have, they'd have people blindfolded shooting archery. And that may not seem like a big deal, but that's pretty amazing. And people were hitting the target, and people really practiced this. And this was a beginner class. I made a joke on the way out there calling it Harry Potter School. I'd never heard of Jay-Z. I've never heard of Ramtha. You know, this whole spiritual landscape was all brand new to me. Um, and so it really kind of pushed my buttons and really kind of pushed my comfort zone to really open up and understand other bigger uh, themes. So how but, did you uh, get led to the specific people or places that you were led to, the Sufi mystic or, or Ramtha or uh, whoever it in, you ended up working with? Well, like I said, I had a great team with uh, Chloe and Steve, and I knew there were certain things I wanted to do. Like for me, spending time on a Native American reservation, I really resonated with that. And their practices, what little I knew as a, a white man, that really felt right to me. And so there were different things that resonated, and there were other things that they would present. And so be it that Raps of School of Enlightenment is one thing I presented, and I was like, oh, like Harry Potter School. You know, there was a little bit of uncomfortable with that, and I kind of took that as a the cue that I should do this. You know, sometimes that doing things that are uncomfortable sometimes is the best way for you to learn. 
So it was a little bit of that, you know, just the group coming up with different things that felt right. Obviously, one thing I wanted to do was talk to a Christian minister, and this was kind of my, I'll call it spiritual immaturity at the time. So I was seeing things and experiencing things that didn't always jive with what I learned in Christianity. So there was anger around that. So I wanted to go talk to a Christian preacher. What was uh, great about it was a Christian preacher was kind of backing up these experiences, saying, well, yeah, you know, people have these sort of things all the time. Um, and sometimes you can hear, well, that's not true, or you're, you know, you know, all kind of stuff. You're working with the devil, or you're crazy. But really, everyone that we pulled in was really wonderful and really helped take me personally to the next place. And I get that every syllable of every one of these teachers helped shift my perspective, so to speak. So at the end of the film, when I uh, do the vision quest and the sweat lodges, I'm open up enough to, you know, get the uh, answers that I've been looking for for years. My guest today is Jonas Elrod, and he has led an an ordinary life until he woke up one day to a totally new reality. He suddenly could see and hear angels, demons, auras, and ghosts. The documentary movie, Wake Up, follows the fascinating story of an average guy who inexplicably developed the ability to access other dimensions. He was studied by physicians who gave him a clean bill of health, and they were unable to provide any explanation of why any of this was happening to him. One thing was for certain for this 36-year-old man, life as he knew it would never be the same. You can find out more about the film Wake Up at wakeupthefilm.com. That's wakeupthefilm.com. You can watch it online. You can get a DVD. You can request a screening if you are a nonprofit or an organization that would like to have a screening. And also connect with him on Facebook at Wake Up the Film on Facebook. You can understand that your growth is dependent on the discomfort you are allowing yourself to feel. When you move into your discomfort, you'll find your comfort zone. We'll be right back with Jonas Elrod. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. My guest today is Jonas Elrod, and he is talking about the film Wake Up and the many experiences that he had uh, as he started to wake up and started to see energy and understand energy, but even more so kind of the journey and the path that led him to different places and people to open him up, to expand, to expand the mind, to open the heart, to allow for answers and to have a broader perspective on what this world is all about. There's a much bigger picture going on here when we allow ourselves to get outside of our own little uh, view with eyesight. So it's a wonderful film to see. I definitely urge you to go to wakeupthefilm.com, find out more about it, find out about screenings, uh, choose the online rental or order your own DVD and definitely watch it. There were a couple of things, Jonas, that we talked about in the last segment I'd love to go back to. And one thing was um, when you spoke about religion. And I want people to understand that when they uh, start to, to look at other things and they start to research or they just want to explore, it's not that they're leaving behind what they had or letting go or betraying it uh, because you're still, you, you still, you know, are right there with JC, as you said. You know, you're still in that place, but you have a more expanded view. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, to be completely honest, um, you know, when these things opened up and I saw it wasn't exactly like I thought it would be, there was a lot of rage uh, that I had to work through toward religion, lots of it. And, you know, I, you know, for me, I resonate with Jesus. You know, I also resonate with Buddha. Um, but for me, the big thing I got were all past lead home. You know, it was sometimes when I see this kind of critical, angry thinking about my religion is better than yours. It's it's almost it's just really silly to me. But I had a lot of issues with that. But the teachings, you know, for Jesus and Buddha definitely resonate with me, and that's definitely something I try to put in my day to day life. But people get really sensitive when it comes to some of these things we're talking about because it doesn't really go into the box that they were in. And so the box I was in of a judgmental God or a rageful God or whatever you want to call it, that no longer exists for me anymore. Or the idea of uh, heaven and hell, these concepts no longer exist for me anymore. But for me, uh, the religion, how I was raised, there was a lot of fear around God, a lot of fear around death. And for whatever reason, through these experiences, I don't have that fear anymore. So for me, that was liberating. So when Mary will say, well, what's the point? Who cares? So what? Well, that, that's the point for me. I mean, I lost a lot of fear that I'd had around these things. Now, you know, there's always a bag full of fear that you have to work your way through, but that was definitely one of the blessings of having these experiences. But this well, isn't... And ultimately, you know, there is, there's only a choice between two things, and it's going to be either fear or love. And, and you know, what we have to look at is what we're feeding ourselves, what we're giving ourselves, is it loving? And would a creator, whichever path it is that we're taking, would they use fear to, to do that for us or would they use love? And, and, and understand that man's hand was involved in some of the dogmatic parts. But if we can look past the, the dogma and open up to saying where are the resonant truths in all of these things, that maybe, maybe all the resonant truths are the parts of the paths that we need to look at rather than honing in on just one particular big book or one particular block. 
Absolutely. And the fear of love thing is something I try to work with a lot. So, you know, understand where you're coming from, understand what motivates a thought or an action. You know, if you dissect it down to that, it can be very, very helpful. And that's, you know, something, it's not an overnight thing, but it's definitely helpful for me on a day-to-day basis. So when the film was began, what was the overall intent right in the beginning? What was it that you really desired to accomplish through that? On a filmmaking aspect, you know, I'm not, like I said, I did this because spirits told me to expose it. Um, and I had no idea how this was going to turn out, and I really didn't know I was going to be, or, or, or Mara, the emotional anchor of the film. And so I was very, very uncomfortable doing that. You know, I thought I would be some kind of narrator or would kind of be on the film occasionally. So that was really, really hard and challenging for me to really expose myself warts and all. Um, and that's the thing that we really want to do, and my partners really pushed me to go there because, you know, I'm attached to my identity or, or how people perceive me, and to really kind of let it rip was, was definitely a challenge. Um, but I really didn't know what we were supposed to do. I just knew that we needed to keep filming, and we were got, certainly guided along the way. Um, we're talking to different people, different experts, uh, seeing different places to kind of bring out these truths. So, so as you were going through these experiences, um, you've said that spirit came to you and told you that you needed to expose what was happening. Yes. I mean, that was the first night when the veil dropped and I started experiencing all these different things that are around us all the time. For whatever reason, I was able to, to see them at that, that night. And it's been with me ever since. That was my marching order, so to speak. And so it was a really intense process for me to go through uh, being in the film, exposing Mary, exposing my family, exposing this kind of dual life that I was living um, and trying to, you know, keep it together to uh, help steer a film to, uh, in the right place. So we were definitely guided along the way, but this spiritual landscape, you know, not religious, but spiritual landscape was all very, very new to me. And I was kind of, on my part, making it up as I went. Um, and when me as a person found peace around it is when we knew, you know, it was okay to stop filming, but... I didn't know that this was going to take 10 years or what the case would be. We just really had a leap of faith to keep moving and keep showing up, and that's what we did. And this really isn't about, although this film is here to show some of the different things that exist around us that some people see and some people have not gotten the ability to remember how to see yet, um, this isn't really about the supernatural or, or the, the, the blown-up, you know, um, excitement of all of this stuff. This is really more, there's a deeper meaning here. And I think that when you met the Sufi mystic, that was the individual that helped to really put it all in perspective for you, uh, to let you see how, how you were kind of getting lost in the, the woods of, of trying to navigate all of that paranormal rather than seeing what the big picture was. Absolutely. You know, his name was Llewellyn Von Lee, and I feel forever indebted because that was exactly what happened. I was in, in a day while this information I certainly was lost, and so he really helped shift me to look at a bigger picture. So this paranormal, psychic stuff, it's interesting, it's great, but it's not the thing. And so for me, you know, I was stuck in the thing. And so he really helped me look at a bigger picture around it. And no, certainly the, the film isn't meant to be this paranormal, you know, supernatural kind of film. For me to become conscious of being on a spiritual path, this is how it manifested. But I could have gone on this path in many different ways. You know, Mary could have left me and broke my heart, and then that probably would have got me looking. So, you know, people have asked, well, 
you know, do I have to have these experiences and see this stuff and hear this stuff to to do this? Absolutely not. Some people just remember, you know, God bless them. They just remember a bigger picture. For me, I guess I'm a little stubborn, hard-headed, or it takes me a while to get it. I had this huge technocolor, you know, William Blake bender I was on. But, you you know, people get there in many different ways. Some people go through a windshield of a car. Some people could win a, win a lottery. This is just how it opened up for me. Well, you know, I always believe that everything means something and that the universe puts it out there for us in the way we need to see it. And so it it was really, it, it kind of made me smile that all of this happened to a filmmaker. All of this happened to someone that was going to be making a film because what basically the universe was doing was showing you visually because what, what do people who are going to make a film do? They show us visually what's going on. And it was almost as if you had to see it visually to get it, to be able to then let us see it. And, and so often our mess will turn into our message, and it will become the very thing that helps so many other people achieve a, a state of peace or the answer they've been looking for or just the knowledge of, you know what, I'm not crazy. I, I'm okay. There's other people like me. We really are all just the same. Absolutely. And I, I like how you said that, a mess into a message, because it, you know, it was certainly a mess for me for quite a while of trying to understand. And we felt so blessed to have so many great teachers that really helped put me on the right track. Also, the interesting part, and I've heard this time and time again, and now this is you know, my strong belief, is we all have the, the answers. We all have this information inside us. So if it's a different technique of maybe meditation or prayer or whatever the modality is, that we can access what we need. Now, I'll say it again. Maybe I'm very, very slow and had to go all the way around the world and ask a lot of questions to a lot of people that have gotten there themselves. But really when I came into a peaceful, serene place is when I kind of quit asking the questions and dove inside and understood that those answers were there the whole time. It probably would have made a very boring movie to watch me meditate for two hours. I'm <laughs> for two minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, that's what's very encouraging to me. And, hell, if I can do it or at least kind of do it, then I, I know anyone can. And for me, you know, this changed everything. I'm definitely more con- I live a more conscious life. I'm definitely aware of the responsibilities. I'm definitely aware of how we're all energetically connected. So, you know, to wake up and be angry or depressed or project or really think terrible things, that's really affecting everything. And I've kind of made this joke, but there's more truth to it than a joke, that I look at it as we're all in a, the swimming pool together. I mean, it's one thing, it's one body of water, and I don't want to be the guy in the corner peeing in the pool. I mean, the mm. way I see it, it's all connected on that level. So whatever we can do to become more conscious and to become more aware and understand we're all in this together, one thing, you know, I, I think that that's when everything's going to change on this planet. My guest today is Jonas Elrod, and he's been working in film for over 10 years. He has worked with heavy hitters such as Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake, Nike, ESPN, and Spike Lee. The subject of his documentary is Wake Up, and it's himself. Jonas wakes up one day to discover that he's tapped into another world. He sees visions, and he is able to sense auras, and he is checked out medically and psychologically to be found normal. But he goes on a quest to figure out what's happening to him. He talks to spiritual leaders, teachers, and healers of different faiths. He involves himself in many different types of experiences, such as vision quests. And what you will find out after watching this film is that you are left with a sense of the discovery that he was able to have, uh, allowed some answers for yourself, 
and also the ability to go forward and have more answers and questions and answers and questions. We are all here on a journey simply to learn how to discover ourselves and the expansiveness that we are. Definitely go to wakeupthefilm.com. Find out more about Jonas, about this film, and let yourself start to wake up. We'll be right back with Jonas Elrod. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Wake Up the Film was featured on Super Soul Sunday by Oprah. It has received a lot of attention and has been written up in many places. This documentary movie, Wake Up, follows the fascinating story of an average guy who inexplicably developed the ability to access other dimensions. The film shows how all of us can search inward for our own peace and happiness while contributing towards a positive shift in global consciousness. Wake Up is a call to consciousness, to everyone who sees it, an invitation to accept that there is more to this life than meets the eye, and also an invitation that you can step up and Allow yourself to do your own part, that you can discover the mess in your life and how it can become your message. Jonas, I want to go back to a couple of things that you were talking about uh, in the previous segment. And one of those things was uh, how this is happening to so many people on the planet. And I kind of feel like uh, the universe is selecting individuals that are living more ordinary lives, that are kind of the average yet still special guy, uh, to illustrate these things so that we don't allow ourselves to have the, necessarily the gurus or the people high up on pedestals any longer, but that we really do understand that it is through, to, through turning inside that we're going to find those answers and, and actually find a bigger universe than the one we see on the outside. Amen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really down with the whole guru culture thing. I mean, for me, and I, I didn't look at any of the teachers as these, you know, 
wearing white robes on a big pedestal and bow down to me. I mean, you certainly find that sort of thing, but I was really lucky to find a lot of people that really had this information. They had their own experiences. They really worked this stuff out, and they had some really wonderful things to say. But that's what I was saying earlier on is, you know, there are things that you can do on your own that really help you get this information and understand it. Um, so the idea of bowing down or having this guru thing, it's not something that resonates with me. So, yeah, there are many, many people that are having these experiences that are having their own wake-up calls that are really walking this understanding on their own, which I think is is wonderful. I mean, it really kind of cuts out a metal man, which I think is the whole point in a way. Well, and the other thing I, I would like for people to understand is that it is a journey that it's not something we can rush through. It's not something we can force, and sometimes it does take time. It, it, it didn't happen overnight for you. No, I wish it had. I mean, it was definitely <laughs> a pain in the butt. So, um, like I said, I'm very slow and apparently not that smart, so it definitely took me a, quite a while to kind of get to a place of feeling peace or grounding or, or traction. Uh, and I get that that was perfectly how it happened, but um, it's really not an overnight thing, and, you know, I'm definitely at peace with that and feel okay with it. Um, I think that there was a lot of resistance on my part and very, very stubborn, and also kind of the spiritual immaturity thing, you know, I would go from feeling special to feeling like a victim. You know, as time goes on, you start working on your ego, you realize it's neither, and I think when those things kind of came into place is when things got very, very easy. Like, there's no room when it comes to this stuff for any kind of feeling special or arrogance. You know, it's, it's very detrimental. But also for me, I think there's a lot of times where I feel like a victim. You know, I certainly called this, these experiences a gift curse for quite a while in the beginning. And now I certainly feel like it was the biggest gift of my life. It really has given me a lot of peace, a lot of understanding, and really a lot of compassion, not only for others but myself, which is something I've been looking for for a long, long time. That's that's really really very powerful. I I would love for people to understand if they are going through a bit of what you're going through. Um, how do you now live with these gifts, which really are very natural to all of us? It is just a, that some of us have woken up to them, some of us have gotten a sense of them, some of us never lost them from the time we were born, but we just hid them. Uh, how do you live now? Do you do you naturally just sense things and see things? Uh, are you able to turn it on and off? Has it just become so much a part of you that it's okay? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just used to it, I guess, at this point. Um, and I really learned to ground the experience through meditation. I mean, I really feel like I saved my butt with really grounding these experiences. And also, as Lou Allen Von Lee in the film said, not to get seduced by it or not to get lost in the woods around it. And that was kind of, you know, my one-on-one crash course of trying to learn how to navigate because you can't get stuck there, and that really doesn't do anything. It's like someone sees something, so what? What kind of person are you? Well, you have these abilities, but you're a jerk. You know, that really doesn't help. And so the idea, and I'm not trying to sound so touchy-feely, but that really is the whole game plan is to really start to do internal work on yourself, start to heal up, start to question what you think and what you believe, and become lighter and lighter. And so my takeaway is that we're connected. So if I'm vibrating on a very low level, it's not only affecting me, it's affecting everyone. But if I can man up, game up, and start to work on myself, I can bring everything up. You know, it doesn't mean I have to go sit and do the Occupy movement or to go march in 400 parades. I can do this on my own. 
So the idea that we're weak and powerless is just silly to me. When you start to understand these concepts, you realize how powerful you really are and how you really can make a difference. So I'm not trying to sound so Hallmark Cardi or Hands Across America, but that, that to me, is incredibly encouraging and incredibly worth taking these steps to understand and grow. Most definitely, and you, you spoke about doing that internal work, and that is emotional and mental. Talk a little bit about um, where the physical body comes in on all of this. Do you need to do anything physically to support the energy that is, is uh, kind of spinning around you and within you or to ground better? Are there any practices there that you've had to put in place? Not not really. I mean, that, that's a really good question. But for me, meditation and just being conscious and setting intents kind of did the trick. But, but it took a while to get to that place because I think on some level I was probably enjoying the drama, which is very embarrassing, but on a conscious level because it kept happening. When I was able to kind of see what was happening on the unconscious is really when things started to shift for me. But, you know, just meditating and staying aware is definitely helpful. Now, you know, I kind of had to change my life a little bit. Like, I can't go out to a bar and have nine beers and less than the punk rock on a jukebox because it has a very negative effect on me because I'm very open to these different energies that sometimes hangs out in bars. But, um, you know, that's okay. That's not something I greatly miss. But it definitely has changed my life, but for me, in a much healthier, more serene way. So. Um, well, and you, you bring up something that a lot of people don't realize is when we're talking about, and some some people use the word dark energy, some people use the word negative energy, I, I tend to use the word dense energy. That's what I really feel like it is. It's the dense, heavy energy. And there are certain places that you will find more of that, and it will be in places like bars. It can be in places where... Uh, there is a lot of aggressive kind of emotion and that kind of thing. And, and people have to be aware of what they're doing. They have to be aware of their choices because that makes a huge difference in how that ripples out into the manifestation of the rest of our life. Absolutely. You know, and I, I would say this, I mean, most women can feel, you know, it's like if I go to a place with Mara, she can, if it feels off or wrong, she'll say this feels bad let's go and i don't question it. i just listen to it and and do it um but you know you do become more aware of what's going on around you and stay in a lighter space you know so to speak so these the idea that this is such a new radical thing i mean women's intuition has been around since the beginning we you know we talk about it i don't think people really think about what that means but you know women really feel this sort of stuff for whatever reason i see it um so it it does help curb where you go and what you do and what you put out into the world. Well, thank you so much, Jonas. I really appreciate the work that both you and Mara did and all of the the team that came together to create this film. I um, want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I want to urge all of my listeners to go to wakeupthefilm.com, uh, look at the site, spread the word about it, uh, definitely take the time to see it for yourself, and have conversations about this. Look at your own lives and understand that there's a bigger picture going on. My guest next week is Savannah Arienta, and we're going to be talking a lot about uh, psychic energy and how to tap into a lot of this intuition and the abilities that you all have existing within you. It's just opening up to those various dimensions and expanding who we all are. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. 
Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.